Hola, and welcome to Amigas About Friends, a podcast where two best friends talk about their favorite group of friends, friends. This podcast is intended for a mature audience, and listener discretion is advised. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Happy Monday for us. It's Monday. This couldn't yeah. have been a shittier Monday for me. Oh no, what happened? Um, well, let's start with our mental health check. I'm dying. Um, oh no. <laughs> I went to bed pretty early yesterday, I felt. Uh, I was around 10.30, but I also napped yesterday. So by the time mm-hmm. I went to bed, I was wide awake. And I think I fell asleep finally at like 1.30. So then this morning I got up at like 7.30 to get ready and go for my run because we've been going daily during the week anyway. But then as soon as I got back from my run, I was like, okay, I'm going to take on this work day and like whatever. And so I showered and I came downstairs and I went back upstairs to check on the boys. Actually, no, I'm lying. I showered and then straight out the shower, I went in and checked on the kids. And I was like, hey, um, aren't you guys supposed to be like doing class already? And my one kid left his charger for his laptop at his dad's house. And the other one was like, I can't find the Zoom meeting. There's not a Zoom link and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> like, why didn't anybody know. knock and tell me that like they needed assistance and but they were having problems? Yeah. So they waited until I went in there. And at this point, they're sh- they should have already been logged on to their online school. So I was like really annoyed with the both of them. And then I ended up having to like message my boss and tell her that I was leaving because um, I needed to go replace one of my kids' laptops because it was broken. And so that took like, thankfully it only took 30 minutes, but then I had to work an extra 30 minutes after my normal uh, like, time Yeah, because of the time you lost. Yeah. And so it was just a really, like that kind of set the mood for the rest of my day. I was just super like annoyed and whatever but I got all my work done that I needed to get done and I got all my homework done that I needed to do and now we're here <laughs> I can do this with you how was your day that's today? awesome <laughs> <laughs> um it wasn't too bad I mean besides from like uh I'm a little worried about my cat he he seems to be either bored or sick which is infuriating I wish he could just tell me which one <laughs> um And then our dog, because she's older, she actually is sick. She went to the vet. It's just a couple of ear infections, nothing major. Um, But my workday, like I knew it was going to be busy. I'd been preparing myself for it all the weekend. And even Saturday, I I work some overtime. But when I work overtime, they give me like a specific task to do. So I can't work on on anything else besides what they actually give me specifically for those hours. Mm -hmm. But I was just looking at the work that was waiting for me on Monday. And it was so much, but I got most of it done. But tomorrow is supposed to be a chill day. So it'll be fine. But yeah, other than that, I've been okay. I also haven't had the best sleep my boyfriend he he's a night owl so he goes to sleep later than I do which wouldn't be a problem except I'm a very very light sleeper so when he comes to bed if it's later than I'm in bed I wake up and then I can't fall back asleep (laughs) and it's kind of infuriating to just look at him resting peacefully after he woke (laughs) me up (laughs) um so last night um, but last night it was both of us. We went to sleep kind of late. So I think I ended up falling asleep at like, yeah, one thirty, almost two. I know it was in between one thirty and two because I remember seeing one thirty, 
and still being awake for a little bit longer. But then I didn't see two o'clock anymore on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was sometime at, at that point. And then I, I got up almost eight. So I start work at eight. So it was like 7.52 or something. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> gotta turn on the computer. <laughs> Um, but it hasn't been so bad. It's definitely been worse, um, especially during this pandemic, this whole year. I know. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah, I that's get so a, annoyed. That's the theme for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Everything sucks. Um, I get so annoyed when Victor says like, oh, I'm sleepy. Let's go up. And he like passes out right away. But then like sometimes I'll be like, babe, I'm sleepy. Let's go up. And we'll go up and he passes out. He's like, I'm not really sleepy. But he and crashes. And you, the one that was sleepy, up. doesn't. Yeah. So I don't annoying. know, like, if that's a man <laughs> thing. Like, because literally every man that I've ever been with, like, can do that. Like, it seems like they just close their eyes and then they just fall asleep. What happened to the existential dread? You don't remember everything that you've ever done wrong when you're falling asleep. <laughs> How come they just fall asleep? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's annoying. <sighs> anyway, <clears throat> uh, let's get started talking about this episode. This was an interesting for me to rewatch because kind of a lot of things happen <laughs> in, yeah. in one episode. Um, but this is season one, episode 10, the one with the monkey, Marcel. So we start the episode with Ross introducing Marcel to the group. He is a monkey that he got as a pet. And he's explaining that he got him since he was getting kind of lonely ever since Carol left. And when the gang asks him, well, why didn't you just get a roommate? He says, well, once you reach a certain age, having a roommate is kind of pathetic. <laughs> And he stops himself from saying pathetic. And then the group consisting of four people who have roommates because they're roommates with each other, Chandler and Joey and Monica and Rachel, seem offended. Do you agree with that? Do you think that having a roommate, the older you get, is pathetic? (laughs) (laughs) So no, not in San Diego. Shit's expensive here. (laughs) I think you kind of need to have... Hell yeah. Man, I... Survive. (laughs) I think I've even I think I've even extended some relationships that I've been past their expiration date just to have <laughs> someone to help out with the rent. Okay, but TBH, me too. Or like just so that I wouldn't have to move back in with my mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah I get that for sure. Like I always feel terrible moving in with my mom because she's not that much of a parent once you're there because she knows like she understands how old I am and that I have kids of my own and you know whatever but it's still like a ooh I shouldn't do this but no I don't think it's (laughs) pathetic not when you live in a very expensive city if I lived in another state but um I mean kind of how do you feel about it (laughs) what's your I don't yeah I don't think it's pathetic at all especially in New York I mean (laughs) it's supposed to be more expensive than here and here it's already expensive enough bro my sister Um, lives in Brooklyn and she has three roommates and she still pays 1500 for her one bedroom that she's renting oh my gosh her portion is 1500 dollars yes in Brooklyn oh gosh (laughs) Uh that's so crazy man I would love to live in New York though I was just talking to Justin about that but we can't afford it (laughs) (laughs) 
but I mean, I've had roommates before. I wasn't like as old. I don't how old are they supposed to be here? They were like They're in their late twenties, right? Yeah, or mid twenties to late twenties. It's kind of inconsistent because I think in season one and one episode, Monica says that she is 26 when she asked Phoebe, like, how old could she pass for when she was uh, dating a young dude? And Phoebe says, maybe 25, 26. And then Monica says, I am 26. But they don't turn 30 until much later, I feel. So I don't know actually how old they're supposed to be. But I've had roommates at that age that they are. And I didn't feel pathetic. <laughs> like I, I was roommating with my best friend at the time and her boyfriend. And it was kind of fun. And we got to split the rent and live in a nicer apartment than we could have afforded on our own. So I don't think it's pathetic. I think Ross is an asshole. And he's just being salty. <laughs> <laughs> you just dislike Ross. <laughs> I know, I do. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Uh, hilarious. Okay. From there, we move um, onto the coffee house where Phoebe's getting ready to perform. And Joey walks in and he's upset about um, the Santa role that he, the Santa Claus role that he didn't get, presumably at the mall, due to politics, he says. Uh, Rachel asks, the gang what they plan on doing for new year's and everyone seems upset about the question because everyone's single except for her but then she says that she's going to be alone too because paolo is in rome have you ever avoided making plans or going somewhere that you typically would go uh in a pair due to not having a plus one i think i did once it was this party that I honestly didn't even want to go to in the first place. <laughs> but then especially didn't want to go to by, like to it by myself because I would have been like ninth wheel. <laughs> um, so I have, I almost did another time to a wedding, but this was kind of a shit thing for me to do. But you know, we're always honest in this podcast. <laughs> uh, it's because I was dating someone that I plan to break up with soon. And I was going to like my boss's, well, one of my supervisor's wedding. And we all worked at the same place. And so everyone was asking me, oh, aren't you bringing so-and-so? And then I was like, no. And so I almost didn't go to that. But last minute, I decided that I did want to go to it because I actually had just put in my two weeks notice and everyone was kind of upset with me, but not really because they didn't really like me there anyway. And so I was like, eh, if I'm going to leave, I might as well go to her wedding. Might as well party <laughs> one more time. Um, so I, I did end up going and I just took a random coworker um, that I wasn't even that close with. <laughs> like she just happened to be the only one that didn't have plans. I had a blast. It was like one of those venues that has like a little chapel where they can get married. Like, And it was like an outdoor chapel kind of thing. And then immediately they have a reception area in that same spot but also they have like an area for the bride and the groom to like get together and take pictures because it's like one of those like really pretty like just getting ready rooms like princessy type uh, places mm -hmm. and so me and this girl that I took as a date we found it and we were drunk so we had like a like a little um photography session <laughs> and um man they made fun of me like the the day after like oh my god you really did go have a photo shoot over there with Chelsea but I almost did not go to that just because I didn't have a plus one but it was technically I had a plus one that I didn't want to take and I couldn't take another plus one because you know like a romantic plus one because I was still in a relationship <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm sure I've done it more than more than that one other time though. I already get a lot of anxiety if if it's like an event, like a like a party or like a, just somewhere where there's going to be a lot of people. I do get a lot of anxiety going on my own because I do have social anxiety. So it does help that I have someone that came with me so that if ever I'm getting overwhelmed, like I can just focus on that one person. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. but i'm sure a lot of people done it have have you done it so i think so probably i don't know well i feel like anytime that i've been invited to something that i didn't have a significant other or something i would always like i have a huge family so all it takes is one phone call mm-hmm. and some begging to be like please go with me i don't want to go alone <laughs> but i have avoided breaking up with someone due to plans that I made that like <laughs> if I break up like my plans are gonna not happen and so I've done that where yeah. you know like you plan a party or you plan like my birthday or I don't know whatever the occasion like I have a trip or something yeah, yeah. I've definitely had where it's like oh, fuck I should have broken I should have broken up before we made these plans but then everything seemed so fine until they weren't and then it's like well fuck I guess I'm stuck with this guy for another fucking week until we go on this trip and then you know (laughs) maybe a week after that and then break up so that I'm not the bitch that broke up with him right after (laughs) we went away together yeah oh my gosh (laughs) yeah oh god I kind of did something like that like I had an international trip planned and it kind of looked like I wasn't going to be able to go because of work so what I was planning on because I was dating this guy and we were beyond expired man um what I was planning to do because I'm such a like shithead and just coward is I was planning to move out when when he was away like because it was like a two and a half week trip or something like that Mm -hmm. and it was looking like I wasn't going to be able to go because of work not only because of work but because my passport expired like literally like a month and a half before the trip was supposed to happen and I wasn't sure if I could get a passport that soon but then I was like I really want to go to there (laughs) (laughs) and then also I was like oh maybe the trip will be good for us for some reason some miracle will happen and spark something it will rehatch Yeah. yeah no actually we were both like and we actually traveled with another couple and I think the four of us were just taking turns fighting. Like she would get (laughs) mad at him. I would get mad at my ex. And it was just tension. Me and her had a great time together. (laughs) Um, And it was actually the second time that I had met her is when we went on that trip. And her and I got along great. Like we traveled great, but we just weren't getting along with with our partners. (laughs) My goodness, that trip was a clusterfuck. And so after we got home, I realized, yeah, I, I definitely need to break up with this dude because yeah we're not getting along so what am I doing (laughs) so I did wait the you know I think it was like two weeks because I didn't want it to be super obvious (laughs) but I just wanted to go on the trip and then come back and break up with him (laughs) (laughs) but I'm sure he was fine like uh, he is fine now for sure but man yeah I have done shit like that too that has to be something that almost everyone has done like there's no way that not everyone has done it because in circumstances like that is like you said like if I had broken up with him right before the trip like I, I would have been an asshole during the trip I would have been an asshole <laughs> like especially because like in that circumstance too specifically because he paid for most of it mm. uh, so I was just like oh I might as well go <laughs> yeah uh, but anyway moving on 
<laughs> Still at the coffee house, the gang agrees to have a pact that they're only going to have dinner with like the six of them, so no dates. And Phoebe starts her set at the coffee house, which consists of super depressing songs about her mother's suicide, sprinkled in with some Christmas. <laughs> and it seems to damper the mood at Central Park. During her performance, a patron of the coffee house seems to not be paying attention to her music and actually talking super loud to her to his friend, which prompts Phoebe to stop playing and call them out only to find out that one of them which now we know his name is david was telling his friend max that he thinks that phoebe is the most beautiful woman that he has ever seen phoebe is super taken aback uh, but immediately is interested and starts talking to david like she even interrupted her set um, have you ever been pleasantly surprised like by an unexpected compliment like that i mean not like that where i'm like excuse me <laughs> talking here um but <laughs> definitely I used to love it too I would like um walking in the hallways at work because I used to work at a hospital it was always super nice for me because um men and women would tell me that I have a beautiful smile and so that was always like oh thank you but I think that's like the most <laughs> like random compliment situation aside from like you know when you post a photo on Facebook that somebody's like oh my gosh you're so gorgeous and it's like yeah thanks <laughs> um but I can't. You think I know. But I can't think of any situation like that, like Phoebe, where, you know, she was in the middle of something and she was interrupted. Um, what about you? I've had a few actually. And to me, they were like super unexpected because I have really shit self esteem. <laughs> So it's always like a surprise when somebody's like, oh, you're cute. And I'm like, what? Oh, me? <laughs> but the very first one that I ever had was actually when I was in sixth grade. Okay. And there was this one like typical bad boy. Like I'm picturing him in my head right now, probably a lot older than what he actually looked like. <laughs> but, you know, he was like the, like the class clown slash like troublemaker. And one time they were asking him who he was going to take to the dance or something this is when i was living in mexico or it was like a not a dance like do you know what a kermes is in english yeah. well no not in english but i know what, i know what it is <laughs> yeah i don't know how to explain it it's like a like a day of activities and like a festival almost but anyway they had this thing at the kermes where you could marry pretend to marry other students and so someone asked them like oh so who are you gonna marry at the kermes are you gonna marry olivia like this other little girl mm -hmm. and he like looked looks at her and I was next to him just passing by I wasn't like like hanging out with him or anything but he was like in Spanish he was like why would I take a stepsister when I can take actual Cinderella and then he points at me and I'm like huh <laughs> what uh and then he's like tu laura like you're so pretty te quieres casar conmigo at the kermes and i was like yes <laughs> but that was like the first compliment that i remember receiving and then i had another time when i was at work and actually i was having kind of a bad day like i didn't feel cute at all and then i was super tired too because i happened to be wearing heels and my cousin had just had a baby and she happened to have the baby in a hospital that was literally like a block away from my work so on my lunch break i went to go see her and the baby and i went and on my way back i saw this car that was kind of following me and i was like what like what are they doing and i went to my office because i mean that's where i was going and he pulled inside the parking lot of my office and so finally i turned around and i hear like hey miss hey miss 
And then so I'm like, yes. And he's like, you dropped something back there. So I'm like looking for whatever I dropped, like a dirt. <laughs> and he's like, it was my phone number. Oh, and I was like, what? And he goes, no, really, I think you're like really beautiful. Um, can I take you out sometime? And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then I just ran inside of my office. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, I do feel like I just get surprised in general when people tell me I'm cute. <laughs> Just like, what? Me? Oh, are you sure? <laughs> but no, never like that. Never been super public like Phoebe. No, not in front of people. It's always just been in hallways. No one's ever done a grand gesture yeah. like that. <laughs> um, Rude. I know, right? Let's do it for each other. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, ma'am, you're so beautiful. <laughs> Excuse me, everyone. I just want to say <laughs> this girl right here is gorgeous. <laughs> anyway, she's like the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. <laughs> With, like, broccoli in my teeth and shit. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Uh, in the next scene, the gang is back at Monica and Rachel's apartment. Ooh. Decorating Monica's tree and discussing relationships. Phoebe, at this point, has been dating David for a few days. And he hasn't kissed her yet. And then Rachel responds with, By my sixth date with Paolo, he had already named both my breasts. Uh, has anyone ever named any of your body parts? No. <laughs> I, I'm kind of salty about it. <laughs> I've named my body parts, <laughs> but nothing like crazy, just people's names, like literally just like Helga <laughs> or like something stupid. I don't remember why, because I think everybody or every female or maybe everybody, I don't know, has like a, a larger breast than the other. And I feel like I can notice mine a lot. So I named my bigger boob, uh, just a name. I'm not, not going to say what it is, but <laughs> just like a person name. It's like nothing like nothing sex or anything like that. <laughs> super ordinary. And then the little one or, or the smaller one, I also named it. But I honestly, it was just because like oh you're bigger I like you better I'm gonna name you blah blah <laughs> and now it's hard for me to to not use it like in a like okay so I'm going through this thing at the doctor and I think I've mentioned it to you before but I have fibrocystic breast disease so that means that I have cysts on my boobs like all the time mm -hmm. but almost every year um I can feel one like I feel like a lump and they always tell me to go to the doctor if I feel something different like if it feels like bigger than normal mm -hmm. and so right now I'm going through the process of making sure that it's nothing nothing super serious but it happens every year I'm not like really concerned or anything but the story with that is is that every time I go to the doctor it's always my bigger boob that uh, so if I had named it Helga but that's not the name it's really hard for me to go to the doctor and be like oh my god fucking Helga again <laughs> uh, to my doctor <laughs> Um, but no, I've never had anybody like sexually be like, oh, I'm going to name your vagina or your boobs this. Not that I know of, not to my face. Someone said I had grade A pussy once, but I don't think that was him naming it. Like, I think it was just uh, reviewing it. A Yelp yeah. review, if you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come with those. But no, I, oof, I don't know, man, because I think... Overall, I think I'm like four stars, you know, as a person, but I'm sure to some people I've been like negative one star. <laughs> so I don't know. Didn't they do a Black Mirror episode about something like that? I don't think I watched Rating it. people? Uh, okay. Yeah, I think there's one where you can literally be rated by anyone as long as you had an interaction with them, like any interaction. So like if you're walking down the street and, and you accidentally like 
trip or not trip but like bump with someone like they can literally rate that interaction uh and like if you i think there was a scene where someone was like at an airport or something and because she was rude to the airport attendant not the other way around because she was rude to the actual airport attendant like they rated her like one star she's it was it was really interesting actually but yeah i don't know about that anyway i've been ranting way too much <laughs> has anyone ever named any of your body parts so i had an ex that named my boobs Thelma and louise as whack as that oh. sounds um because they always got me into trouble he said oh my gosh that's hilarious <laughs> yeah uh and then as far as like my vagina it's just I think it's been called like a pretty kitty, but never actually named. I named my vagina Betty, um, <laughs> like from the Flintstones. She's Betty Rubble. Oh. Um, just because I like the name Betty and oh. Betty was cute. So like. I thought maybe be, she was a redhead. That'll be the name. No, that's Wilma. Wilma? Oh, that's right. Betty has dark hair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't remember how it happened. Honestly, I was talking to a friend of mine and uh, I was like, fucking Betty. And then she was like, ha ha ha. And then I go, shut up, bitch, yours is Wilma. And so I named her vagina for her. I don't know if she remembers. That's nice. And or if she uses it at all. <laughs> it'd be funny if she did. Oh, it'd be hilarious because I do remember posting a photo of Wilma and Betty like soon after that whole scenario. Uh, and she just kind of laughed about it. But then she deleted her Facebook. So I don't even know if she remembers. But oh, rude. Yeah. I've never named anybody's body part either, though. So I guess it's only fair yeah me neither it's only been named once by some dude mm. that said it got me in trouble because uh he was jealous and thought that i was always flirting when i wasn't oh. well you can always rename them to something else that you like oh i haven't though i haven't even thought about it quite honestly the only one that i care that has yeah. a name is betty <laughs> that one's important betty <laughs> yeah that bitch gets me yeah, in trouble too that's true <laughs> Well, Arguably even more so than <laughs> Thelma and Louise. Probably. <laughs> Again, not anymore for the record. It used to. Be it's true. Yeah, she's behaved. But it down. moving on. <laughs> Transitions here. In the same scene, uh, Phoebe is explaining how much she just likes David and how much she loves spending time with him. And she's asking the gang if she can invite him to the New Year's Eve party. Effectively breaking their pact not to bring any dates or anybody else to their party or dinner. Uh, Chandler agrees and says that it's okay because he already invited Janice. Uh, mm -hmm. Marcel is being destructive in Monica's kitchen and Ross explains that he didn't leave him alone since they had their first fight that same morning. Chandler offers to watch Marcel if Ross needs someone to take care of him so that Marcel's not left alone while Ross is at work. Do you ever have any fights with your pets? Like any arguments that you think that you're having with your pets? So, yes. Marlon is a dirty, dirty dog. And he likes to eat the crotch of all of the <laughs> panties that belong to women. So not just mine, because he has actually eaten my stepdaughter's underwear as well. That dirty, dirty dog. Um, oh, no. So a lot of my fights are like, are you fucking kidding? They're very one-sided. He doesn't talk back. <laughs> um, but it's mostly me just being upset that he ate my underwear he actually got a hold of my very expensive brand new victoria's secret underwear and luckily like he didn't fuck them up but he did like not at them to which i was like well fuck i don't know if i should ever wear these again 
just because it's such a weird thought that they were in his mouth. Um, yeah. But then one time too, I went to put on a pair of panties and I hadn't noticed that he, like he literally eats the crotch. Like there is a hole where the crotch used to be. And so one time I went to put on a pair of underwear and I hadn't noticed, like I did laundry and everything. And so these were in my clean clothes and I put them on and I was like, well, these feel weird. <laughs> and so then I look and sure enough, the crotch was missing. They're so airy. <laughs> they were. I was so confused as to why it felt so odd. Like my vagina is not protected. Betty is exposed. And so that's what it was. So I <laughs> fight with him about the endies. And then I fight with him because he likes my side of the bed for some reason. I don't know if it's the way that I smell or what, but this guy always lays on my side of the bed. But not only is it on my side of the bed, he lays on my pillows. And that is the one thing that really pisses me off because uh. they roll on the ground and he's outside in the grass and he's, you know, like they're, they're not, I mean, they're not dirty, but they're not clean dogs. They're dogs. And so I get really, really pissed off that yeah. he lays on my pillow. Cause it's like, bro, my face goes there. Do you mind? Like your dick is on my pillow, your ass is on my yeah. pillow, your feet are on my pillow. <laughs> like, get the fuck off my pillow. Get off. It drives me bananas. <laughs> then I've actually heard you fight with your cat. So, what's yeah, your story? I <laughs> yeah, I do argue with the cat almost every day. And it's funny because people actually tell me that that's probably the reason why he's so vocal. It's because I have talked to him since he was a baby. <laughs> Because I got him at eight weeks old or nine weeks. I don't remember. No, I got him from the shelter. And he was already kind of a whiny cat. Um, mm -hmm. But I figured it was because he was a kitten. But then the older he got, yeah, I do argue with him. Like in the morning, I argue with him because he, he likes to yell. I don't know what it is about the morning time, but he's just... And it's not because he just woke up. Because my cat wakes up at like five in the morning to fuck shit up. And he's quiet. But as soon as we wake up and start doing things... I think he wants to play or just be entertained. And so I'm working and I'm like, excuse me, can you please be quiet? Or what do you need? And like, I'll stare at him and he'll meow at me. And I'm assuming he's telling me what he needs, but I don't speak cat. <laughs> um, and I also like, you know, I actually have talks with him like, okay, I'm trying to understand you. What can I do for you? And I actually do ask him like that, even though I know he can't answer me. <laughs> But um, funnily enough, there's been times, and I don't know if it was just a co coincidence, where he actually does tell me what he needs by taking me to the thing. So um, there's been times where I'm like, what do you need? Why are you yelling? And so I finally get up and he leads me to like his water bowl, which is empty. Or he leads me to his litter box and I'm like, oh yeah, I need to clean that. So I clean it. And then as soon as he sees that it's clean, he goes in there and like, oh, he just wanted a clean bathroom. <laughs> but we definitely do communicate. Like we fight. Like there's been times like, so I think you saw the picture, but I posted a picture of him on Instagram with a witch's hat. And oh my God, after I posted that picture or after I took the pictures rather, like he was yelling at me. Like he would literally just just follow me around the apartment and just meow at me and I knew it was because he was angry that I did that because he did not want to do that like he was so mad at it during me taking <laughs> the pictures um so I do know that we argue it's just 
it's kind of one-sided like he's mad at me but i don't speak cat or i'm mad at him and he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> understand human um but i also have the same problem with him specifically um my dog not so much but the cat he loves to lay on our pillows so every time that we wake up we have to make sure that we cover our pillows with a blanket that we don't mind getting dirty since the cat's probably gonna lay down on it uh the dog though i argue with her every time she goes inside the kitchen because she's not allowed to go in there but she's always pushing her boundaries and i can hear the freaking pitter patter like her little nails on the tile and i'm always like do i hear paws and then she always just kind of back back draws like no that wasn't me <laughs> but yeah i don't argue that much with the dog just the cat mainly that's funny okay so now we find ourselves moving on sorry we find ourselves in david's lab where he's showing phoebe some of his work phoebe phoebe then gets the courage to ask him if he was ever going to kiss her to which he responds that he was planning to but he wanted it to be a phenomenal moment um due to the fact that phoebe is so amazing uh, after some hesitation he sweeps all his work off of his desk uh, and phoebe hops on and they share their first kiss has someone ever waited way too long to give you your first kiss or make a move and did you help them out yeah freaking justin um <laughs> So I liked Justin before he liked me and I basically instigated like our first hangouts. <laughs> <laughs> and I could tell that he liked me and I liked him too but he just wasn't and that he just wasn't making a move and I'm like used to guys being like more aggressive <laughs> um so when we would hang out I would just do that oh <laughs> like and touch his arm you know or like find excuses to get like closer to him I'm pretty sure I was the first one to hold his hand like because we were sitting on the couch like next to each other and I just kind of rested my arm on his arm and then eventually I I just ended up holding his hand um but yeah it did take him a long time it took him it didn't take him a long time but it took him longer than i'm used to because usually by the time that i like someone they already liked me for a while so mm -hmm. they're not like hesitating you know yeah but since i like justin first <laughs> um there wasn't any of that like super rush you know he was just kind of taking things really slowly i i did think that it was super funny that like so we went one of our first hangouts was we went to LA to a museum because we we're both into like dinosaurs and shit. And then they had this exhibit of spiders where you literally went inside like a greenhouse looking thing and there was plants and there were spiders like all over and you were in it um and you were just passed by whatever tree and look at a spider web and spiders were literally just hanging out everywhere and you paid to go in there <laughs> um and so i think I'm, i don't remember if that's one of the reasons why we went that weekend but i do remember we went in it and i was like oh is he gonna kiss me over here by the dinosaurs or is he gonna kiss me inside the spider like when is he gonna kiss me and then we went to a restaurant up in LA and at that point like we, we liked each other and we had told each other that we liked each other but we hadn't had like a, a date date mm -hmm. and so he told me hey I'm gonna pay for this so that this can officially be our first date and then I was like yes he's probably gonna kiss me uh, and he didn't kiss me and then on the drive down we hit up uh, a ballast point like that brewery in Escondido mm -hmm. I don't remember, but we went there. I love that mm -hmm. place, by the way. But anyway, we went there and 
I was like, cool, he's going to kiss me here. And I even think I made a joke. Like I was like, okay, you paid for our first date. So I'm going to pay for our second date on the same, like the same day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he has to kiss me here. Like it looks really pretty here. Like, cause it's like an outdoor setting. There's like lights everywhere and shit. And he didn't kiss me. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, we got to my place. Like he was dropping me off and I was like super salty, but like I still wanted to spend time with him. So I was just hanging out with him in his car. And that's when he kissed me. And so I was just telling him like bro we had so many like romantic moments like even in LA at one point we were in a like a rose garden like (laughs) why are you kissing me in your car and he was like well if I would have kissed you in LA it would have been like really like or if I would have tried to kiss you in LA and you didn't want to kiss me back it would have been an awkward drive down that's true and I was like well yeah that's a fair point but I was giving him all the signals (laughs) (laughs) like I felt like those guys at the airport that are holding you know the lights like over here (laughs) (laughs) the air traffic controller (laughs) but yeah the air traffic yeah kind of like that yeah (laughs) but have you ever had to do anything like that like help someone out so I don't think so but also I'm very direct so like I don't think I've ever had to mm. do anything. I've always I've always been very forward about what I expect um, with everything. So I kind of like, I kind of always give the green light if it's okay. And I definitely state like, hey, I'm not into you. So like, don't even fucking try it. Um, I know that on mine and Victor's first like date, uh, we had like the day that we met, we had a conversation about kissing. Like, it was a group of us and I don't even remember how we got onto the topic point being that I brought up how important kissing is and like how important it is that people kiss similarly because like if you're going to going in to kiss someone and it just doesn't feel right the sex is gonna suck because I like kissing during sex and so that was kind of the whole conversation was like oh no if you fuck up the kiss and it's during sex like that shit sucks like that's gonna ruin it for me my Betty's gonna just shrivel up and die because I just no like everything needs to be up to par and so because we had that conversation he was looking forward to kissing me and so we did kiss on that first night that we hung out um we did more than kiss but whatever But yeah, no. And then with any other situation, as far as things like that go, I, again, very forward and I have a strong personality, so I don't let things go like that. It's kind of like, Hey, so I like you. Do you like me? Cool. Then let's, you know, try this or whatever. And I'll like, I won't be so direct. I'll play it cool. But at the end of the day, the fact is that like, you know, that I like you. So, I mean, if that's helping them out, I guess I've done that, but no, I've, I've definitely, I don't think anybody's ever hesitated to kiss me and I definitely never hesitate to kiss anybody. (laughs) And I will always tell you, Hey, what's going on here? (laughs) Do you like me? God damn it. (laughs) Like, are you going to kiss me? Like, hello, can you kiss me? Like, no, thank you. Like when, like Phoebe, when are you going to kiss me? Like right now? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of cute because David seems super nerdy and just not used to, you know, sweeping things off desks. And I think the intention was that he was going to throw her on the desk, but she was like, I'll just hop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
but yeah it was super cute but anyway moving on uh the next scene is the gang now (laughs) now at the coffee shop and ross soon finds out that he is the only one without a date to their new york's new year's eve party because monica invited fun bobby paulo was able to catch an early flight to spend time with rachel and joey met a single mom at the mall and then we already knew that chandler was going to bring janice and phoebe david it turns out that he met the sing joey met the single mom at the mall with him being an elf since he couldn't be santa (laughs) (laughs) and so i'm sure that ross was feeling all kinds of feelings about being man what would would that be a ninth wheel or an 11th i don't remember there's 11th i don't know yeah math (laughs) but have you ever been a third fifth seventh wheel any odd wheel was it awkward for you um yes i have but it was always like a planned situation where everybody knew i was single um but like my friend really wanted me to come along or my cousin and her boyfriend wanted to do something and they like we all have fun together because i get along with the boyfriend so like i tag along too and um it's never been awkward i'm a big flirt so then i just kind of like find somebody to talk to if the scenario allows for it like we've done um what's it called we went once to the haunted trails here at bubble park um and it was just three of us and that was like one of those things where it was like oh my god we should definitely go and so we went and we did it and i didn't need a date and i didn't like i didn't find anybody there i was too much of a chicken throughout the whole trail (laughs) to try to flirt with anybody um but no i don't think i've ever felt awkward because i know ahead of time the situation and like as long as i get along with both parties i'm usually okay and my cousin and her boyfriends because she's the one that usually i'm the third wheel with but they're never too heavy with the pda so they don't make me feel uncomfortable either because i know that that would be a thing where like jesus can you guys get off of each other i'm standing right here but i've never encountered that with them or people that have been the third wheel with what about you yeah me neither i mean i've been a third wheel like all the time like i've third wheeled with you and victor and i didn't i didn't feel (laughs) awkward i've third wheeled with i mean the whole situation when i was living with my uh, best friend and her boyfriend i was third wheeling all the time (laughs) (laughs) and even we we would go out to eat and stuff too it's not like we just uh, hung out in the apartment and and i wouldn't feel awkward at all like i with my friend rachel and her husband all the time um as well and with my cousin and his now wife all the time too and it, and i think it yeah it just boils down to what you were saying like if you get along with both of them i think it's less awkward also if they're not like super like on top of each other i know that i've made it kind of awkward for someone to be our third wheel at least a couple of times uh, because uh, my then best friend would also third wheel with me every now and then and i wasn't always super um aware um of like hey we're not alone like it's not like i was like hopping on top of him and like kissing him but I was like being affectionate um, and a couple of times I did catch her like rolling her eyes and then I was like oh fuck like I need to remember like yeah we're not alone like that's super rude <laughs> um, but it, it wasn't because it didn't make her uncomfortable because she was single or anything it was just I mean that's kind of awkward <laughs> like because you're just kind of there and you can't really hold a conversation with someone while they're like kissing their significant other <laughs> you know yeah um, it does make you feel like what am I doing here <laughs> but I wonder because I think in this instance 
instance, Ross had a lot of different things to be upset about. Um, it was the fact that he didn't have anyone to bring to the party and the fact that Rachel was probably going to be there with Paulo and he didn't have anyone and he was the only one not having anyone. And it's New Year's Eve where you're supposed to like kiss someone. So I'm sure all of those things had to do with the fact of why he was being so mopey about it. But such is life, Ross. What a loser. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> water break. I know, right? I'm actually not boozing today. I'm on the water. Oh, nice. I'm a part of the water gang. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm a little behind, but I still have had way more water than I used to months ago. Oh, no, I definitely still need more water. <laughs> Okay, so while we're still at the coffee shop, um, Max, who's David's coworker and friend, runs inside to look for David to inform him that they got a grant to go live in Minsk, uh, Russia. It's in Russia for three years, and they leave on the first. Phoebe is on January 1st. Phoebe is clearly devastated, um, but in the next scene, acts excited with David to be supportive, but she quickly finds out that he is thinking about not going um, because he wants to see where things go with Phoebe. And then Phoebe encourages him to go. Um, would you ever tell someone that you've only dated for a short period of time to give up their dream or their job or whatever uh, in a distant place so that the two of you can be together? No. No, never. I wouldn't even have it be a discussion, to be honest, because I think that puts so much pressure on the relationship. Like, if they give up something super important for themselves, and then it didn't work out between us, like, I would feel so, so responsible <laughs> for that. So I would tell them they could do whatever it is that they want to do, but I would never encourage them to choose me, uh, just because that feels like something so heavy, especially if it's something that they've wanted to do for a long time, which I think in this situation, David had wanted to do that for a while i mean it sounds like a cool deal to go live in a separate different country and and have all expenses paid and do what you love to do yeah. uh, i know that i would hate it if someone told me to give that up so i don't think that i could ask someone to give that up for me if i really 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 like the person i would say hey maybe we can try long distance but even that like i don't know long distance seems like such a tricky thing what about you um, no, hell no. Like, I think, I think, I've, I feel like they only dated for that month of December, right? Yeah. Like, they don't give us a right. date, yeah. but they, we get past Christmas somehow and jump right into fucking New Year's. So, like, yeah. they weren't even dating for a month. I feel like, hell no, I wouldn't uh, ask anybody to give up their life for me Um, as far as, like, jobs and stuff. And I definitely wouldn't do it for anybody. I remember at one point, somebody asked me like I and I get that it's different but like people give up their kids for other people so like somebody had said something like oh you know I really want to date you but like you have kids and it was like yeah okay there's the door like if that's a deal breaker then I guess it's a deal breaker and you can get the fuck out but I feel like with my career too I wouldn't give it up so I wouldn't expect anybody to give up anything like that for me and I probably wouldn't even allow it just because that relationship was so fresh with uh, Phoebe and David that uh, I wouldn't I just wouldn't like no and then yeah how you said like if things didn't work out what the fuck like now you're stuck here with me instead of fulfilling your lifelong dream or you know whatever the deal was and, and you're unhappy too <laughs> That sucks. So yeah, no, I'm good. You can, bye. <laughs> 
Yeah, but see you later. Yeah, I, I think don't even... also the sorry. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, I was gonna say I think also like the reason why they were hesitating so much is because they probably had never felt a connection like that with anybody else. Um, and just the potential of what the relationship had, I think for both of them, maybe in a moment, like for a split second, was worth giving up something like that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I couldn't either. That's too much. Yeah, it is. That's an overwhelming thought. And I think too, even um, like the long distance dating in a scenario like that I would say no like it wouldn't like cool we got along and there was definitely a connection and that spark is there and you know everything but I starting out a brand new relationship long distance would suck so much because that's like your honeymoon phase when you're supposed to be all over each other and doing things together and you know having all the fun and I wouldn't want to put myself in that situation where I'm longing for someone who I can't be next to so I wouldn't yeah. even do the long distance thing yeah me neither I don't think I've ever tried to be honest but uh anyway moving on <laughs> At the event for New Year's Eve, which turned from a small dinner party into a big party, uh, Chandler is regretting inviting Janice due to her annoying quirks. Joey is entertaining Sandy, the single mom that he met at the mall, who actually brought her kids to the party. Ross arrives with Marcel, but he's quickly abandoned by Marcel. And Rachel arrives shortly after looking beat up, uh, shortly after looking beat up and dirty. Uh, she was supposed to be back from the airport with Paulo, but she states that Paulo missed his flight and on her way back home from the airport she got in a fight with a woman over a cab. Uh, Phoebe and Monica help her do her makeup and get dressed and they rejoin the party um, but with Rachel still looking pretty distraught. <laughs> now we do learn that she got in a fight with this lady over a cab. Have you ever gotten into a fight either physical or not physical over something petty? I would have to say no. Not in person. Um, I've gotten into like Facebook arguments with people over dumb shit. Like um, there was a girl who me and her boyfriend were friends and I commented something on one of his posts and she was like, really? You just don't give up, do you? And I was like, bitch, what are you talking about? Like, I know you're his girlfriend. I have a boyfriend. I literally, like he posted a photo with um, The Flash and he's a Batman fan and so I was like I literally commented where's Batman and this chick <laughs> shit. like Jesus she went off on me and I was just like uh we are adult and we can have friends of the opposite sex you need to calm the fuck down and so I ended up blocking her because I wasn't trying to deal with it but I think as far as anything face to face with anybody the most that I've ever gotten into an argument with anyone would be about my kids and it was just that like somebody spoke to my child directly instead of speaking to me about my child um my kid is big like he's taller than me he looks like he's 16 but he's actually only 13 and so um there was a scenario where a man was like you know hey can you move buddy or like sit down or whatever the fuck and i was like uh excuse me <laughs> like his mother's right here he looks huge but he's not that old so like get your life and ask for his parent don't just direct your comments to my child and so that i think is like the extent of my quote-unquote fights what about you what craziness have you gotten into um, one comes to mind 
uh, it was actually what year? 2020, uh, like seven years ago, almost to the date because it was during Thanksgiving. Uh, me, my mom and my sister were together and it was just the three of us for Thanksgiving, uh, which is something super rare. Usually when we celebrate Thanksgiving, we're either not together or we're together, but it's like a big family party. But this particular time, it was the three of us. So me and my sister were coming over to my mom's house for Thanksgiving. And I think I got there on a Tuesday, that same week of Thanksgiving. And that Tuesday, that night, my mom told me that she was going to make a cake and she was going to decorate it all Thanksgiving-y so that I could have it with my friends because me and my friends were having a Friendsgiving. But also on the day of Thanksgiving, it was just going to be like a Friendsgiving brunch, like breakfast brunch. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't seen these people in a while because I, I've moved out of Riverside County for years now and it was kind of going to be like a reunion too mm-hmm. and so I was excited and my contribution to this plate, this thing was the hosting and the cake like the dessert everyone else was going to bring like breakfast dishes or whatever and then my sister gets there the next day on Wednesday and my mom tells her oh I'm going to make a cake and so then my sister's like wow that's awesome but my mom didn't tell her what the cake was for she just said I'm going to make a cake okay so Thanksgiving morning really early in the morning my mom is finishing decorating this cake it looks really cute like orange and like brown like turkey colors and I'm like awesome like I'm gonna put it on this table and my sister was like what are you doing and I was like I'm taking my cake and she's like that's not your cake that's the cake for Thanksgiving dinner and I was like no it's not my mom told me that I could have it for my friends who are probably gonna be here in like two hours and she was like well that sucks because they're not gonna have any cake because this is the cake for Thanksgiving dinner and so we're just going back and forth and so my mom uh finally was like oh my gosh laura just let your sister have the cake and i was like what no like if i would have known that i wasn't gonna have dessert for my friends i would have made something it's way too late now Mm -hmm. at this point like they're probably gonna be there in like 45 minutes and i was like i don't have time or ingredients to make anything else and so then my sister was like well that's too bad because i'm gonna have the cake and i was like why do you even want the cake like do you want cake like what's what's your problem i'll give you a slice like what's really the big fucking deal here and she was like the big deal is i want the cake for when i take a thanksgiving picture because it's so cute and i can post it on facebook and it's gonna look full like with the spread of the turkey and the stuffing and like and the cake on the table and i was like are you fucking kidding me like you don't even want to eat it like you just want to take a picture of it And so my mom was like, ah, yeah, I'm over it. Like, Diana, you can have the cake. And I was so mad, dude. I like pushed my sister and like she pushed me back. And I think we pulled each other's hair like a couple of times. Nothing too major. And then after that, I was like, oh, I'm over it. And I called all my friends. And I was like, don't come over. <laughs> it's canceled. Because <laughs> I was in such a bad mood dude and then we didn't talk to each other for like two days after that me and my sister over cake even during dinner like thanksgiving dinner like the only thing i said to her was like make sure you take your fucking picture um <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and it wasn't like just because of the cake because like i i have lived my whole life with situations like that where my mom says one thing to me promises me whatever thing but then my sister's like no actually i wanted that or i think we should do it like this or 
we should go to this other place. And my mom always gives my sister like whatever it is that she is asking for. Always. So in that moment, no, it wasn't just about the cake. It was about my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's, it seems petty because it started with a cake, which I'm sorry, mom, wasn't even that good. It was just cute, but it was about so many more other things. But yeah, we got super mad at each other. Like we, we straight up didn't talk for a while. And then after that, like we kind of made up, not really. Um, but yeah, I canceled my Friendsgiving. All my friends were mad at me because I canceled it literally like less than an hour before. Um, and then actually one of them came over because when I called him, I was so irritated. Uh, and he said I sounded like, yeah, really upset. So one of them came over with a, like a pack of cigarettes <laughs> and a beer. And he was like, it sounded like you needed this. That's my kind of friend. And actually, it was really nice. Yeah, actually, I still talk to him. He's really cool. He sends me wine uh, every now and then because he works He works at one of the vineyards in Temecula. Oh, nice. One of the wineries. But anyway, yeah, that's been the time where I'm like, okay, I think this fight is really petty. <laughs> or at least it started with pettiness. <laughs> ah, okay. So the party is still happening uh, and Joey's trying to hit on his date, but he's feeling awkward because her kids are there. Chandler keeps trying to run away from Janice as often as he can. And Ross is upset that Marcel is spending no time with him. Um, at this point, Fun Bobby arrives, Monica's date, and he is super depressed because his grandfather died just a couple of hours before the party. Uh, as the party progresses, Fun Bobby is bumming everyone out with stories about his grandfather and Chandler. Finally clarifies with Janice that his invitation <laughs> to the New Year's Eve party was just casual and he didn't mean for them. His intention was not to get back together with her, uh, which makes her very upset. Has anyone ever misunderstood your invitation somewhere or your friendliness as something more? Yeah, man. My friendliness. And and just accepting a ride once. It was... So the friendliness one, that one was the first time that I realized like, oh, I guess I need to be a bitch more often because at the time I want to say I was like 22 and there was this guy, I used to work in this car dealership and there was this guy who worked at the parts department and I walked by that department all the time uh, because they had it pretty up front. Like I was receptionist and almost immediately behind me was service and parts. And so I would pass by parts all the time, um, either going to talk to a salesman or to the bathroom or whatever and I would always say hi to both of those guys one of them was older and one of them was younger I'm gonna call the older one older and the younger one younger so older was there early in the morning and I was there early in the morning too and so I'd be like hey good morning older you know like and I was just making conversation um and I thought it was just really nice because older I think I don't think he was like super old like I don't think he was like old enough to be my dad but he was like if I was 23 or 22 he was probably like late 30s maybe 40 um so that's the way that I saw him okay like I did not see him like a oh this could be someone romantic um and I found out that he liked me I think through a Facebook message I think he told me and I was so taken aback and so weirded out because literally like I know when I'm flirting and I was never flirting with that guy ever Mm -hmm. so after that like things got way awkward and then it got even more awkward because shortly after that for some reason I think it was the summer of 2013 we had a lot of weddings that happened at that particular dealership so my boss invited me as her plus one to somebody's wedding that worked at the dealership 
Um, but I wasn't really friends with that guy that well. So I didn't get a personal invitation to it, but my boss took me as her plus one. So it was full of like our coworkers. And one of those coworkers was that other guy in parts, Younger. So Younger was there. We were chilling at the party, not because of anything else other than the fact that we were seated right next to each other because of the seating chart. <laughs> and like we were having like friendly conversation like it was cool and um my boss ended up not being able to give me a ride home because she took me there so she was gonna bring me back i think because she had been drinking and this guy younger hadn't really been drinking at all i think he had like one beer when we first got there and so he's like oh i'll take you home and i was like okay yeah that would be really nice of you and he's like oh so so you don't mind if i take you home and I wasn't thinking about anything else other than literally driving me home yeah <laughs> and so when we get there he's like where can I park and I was like oh you don't need to park like I can just get out of the car right now and he's like oh you're not even gonna invite me in and I was like no <laughs> like why would I <laughs> And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, I thought we were getting along. And he actually got kind of, like, I got kind of scared um, because he he wasn't letting me get out of the car. Like, he locked the doors, like, and it seemed like a joke. Mm -hmm. But, like, every time I tried to open the door, he would, like, lock the doors. So he was like, no, no, let's have a conversation about this. And I was like, what is the conversation? I don't want to go anywhere with you. And I don't want to invite you to my place. Like, what do you want to talk about? And he's like, I know a bar around here that we can go to and I was like okay well I don't want to go to a bar so let's let's move on like I'm leaving and he was yeah. like come on well let's just go get some coffee and I was like no like I'm done spending time with you like I literally thought you were just giving me a ride home and he said something like oh so you thought I was just trying to be nice and give you a ride and I was like yeah that's that's exactly what I thought yeah <laughs> And so finally, I don't know how, but like I managed to get out of the car. I'm super pissed, by the way. And also like I was a little scared, like a little nervous because this guy was yeah. a lot bigger than me. And he seemed like the type based on how like the situation transpired that like, he just gets super offended if he gets rejected because I'm assuming somehow during the wedding and our whole interaction that night, he convinced himself that we were going to sleep together or something. Mm -hmm. um, and so when he found out that that wasn't going to happen, I don't know if his reaction was because he felt dumb or like just rejection hurt too much or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was like, at first I was really scared. And after I got out of that situation, I was so pissed off like I was I was so annoyed like I was just mad and then after that I fucking never said good morning to either of them and they were the only ones that worked in parts so mm -hmm. if I ever needed anything from that department I had to send somebody else it, it didn't happen for very long though because shortly after that like I had put my two weeks notice so like it didn't happen for a long time after that but man I was awkward fun fact I want to say like two years ago because this happened in 2013. But I want to say two, maybe three years ago, I was at a Target with uh, my now ex. So three years ago. And I ran into older. <laughs> oh, God. And he gave me the dirtiest look. And I was so shocked because it's been so many years first of fucking all and second of all he was wearing a wedding ring and he was with a chick 
so I thought maybe that's his wife. Yeah. But yeah, it was really awkward. And he he was still wearing the uniform of the place where I used to work. So I was like, oh, I guess he still works there. And I wanted actually my first initial reaction because it was so long ago was to go say hi because I don't know, like the, my first reaction when I saw him wasn't to think about like all the things that happened. It was just like, hey, I know that person. So like my first reaction was to acknowledge that I know that person because we made eye contact. It wasn't like I saw him and he didn't see me. Yeah. But I could tell like, because I was like, ah, you know, doing one of those like where I almost go and then I don't. And then, yeah, he just did not acknowledge me at all. And I was like, oh my God, that was so awkward. And even like my then boyfriend was like, yeah, who was that? <laughs> and so I had to tell him the story of younger and older. <laughs> <laughs> but those are two times that I can think where, yeah, it was co- a complete misunderstanding. It wasn't even like, I feel like in this instance, like Janice kind of had a little bit of room to think that they might be getting back together. I still would have clarified, hey, what does this invitation mean? Especially if I do want to get together with that person. Yeah. But yeah, in my instance, there was no, nothing romantic at all. <laughs> but how about you? Has it happened to you? Um. Yes. So I've always been the one girl with the group of guys and I am very vulgar and I have no filter and I feel like no topic is off. What's the word? Limits. Thank you. And so, um, so I've always been like my, my guy friends that have actually like always seen me as a friend have always shared their intimate moments with me. And which is funny because they never like to hear my intimate moment. And it's just like, hey, that's not fair. Yeah. Yeah, Like you guys can tell me about how you had like five bitches all in one night, but I can't tell you about the one guy that I slept with. You guys suck. Um, But there's like a couple of friends where I would say some thing about stuff and they would interpret it as like oh that means she wants to like fuck and so then they would like make an advance towards me and it was just kind of like um actually that was just conversation like I don't know where you thought that I meant that I wanted to get with you um but now this is awkward and we're no longer ever allowed to talk about sex so like thanks for that and I've actually had that happen a couple times. And it's, I, I don't ever think about it until after I start to feel awkward <laughs> that it's like, well, maybe I shouldn't. But it's, I feel like we should be able to talk sex with whoever. Um, so it really annoys me that that happens. Um, but that's like one scenario. And then another one is like um, a friend in high school where we were like hanging out and stuff. And I'm a very affectionate person with everybody. So like I love hugs and I love, you know, like if we're standing next to each other I'm gonna grab your arm and you know whatever and so that was mistaken for um like real affection and then I had to explain that like hey no like we're super cool and I really would just rather keep it that way I'm sorry if me being so affectionate made it seem like I liked you that way but like I don't and I'll stop now moving forward um so I'm sorry that you know I did that and then it was kind of just like yeah it's cool like whatever and so it was awkward for like a minute and then it was like now let's keep you know being buddies and so I don't know if it was their way of like keeping me close so that they could still like touch me (laughs) or if they genuinely Mm -hmm. didn't mind and like okay fine I guess I misread it and I apologize and whatever but yeah I think that's I think that's like it though like definitely in high school and then definitely with people that I feel like I feel like we're friends and we can talk about anything and then they cross lines and it's like hey man I'm like you just ruined like I like talking about sex because it's fun and people you learn things from people or you know whatever and it's like 
never mind. Like, I guess we just won't talk about this anymore. But thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. I have had like a just kind of misunderstanding with like guy friends, mm-hmm. or rather, not really misunderstandings. I've had situations where I think I have a guy friend, and then I get a boyfriend, and then that person's no longer my friend. So then I'm like, oh, so we weren't actually friends. You were just trying mm. to get in my pants. Like, and I hate that because when, when I consider someone a friend, like I'm, I'm like you, like I feel really safe to talk to them about anything and everything mm-hmm. um, because I'm with my friend. Uh, and, and I felt like we built that connection and we have that rapport. And yeah, it super sucks when you find out, oh no, they had other intentions. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, moving on. <laughs> Uh, so we're still at the party and Max actually gathers the courage to tell David at the party that he is actually going to go to Mince without him, uh, which seems to upset David a little a little bit. Phoebe takes note of it and then decides to have a chat with him and she actually like takes him to, um, I think, I'm not sure if it was Monica or Rachel's room, it was uh, where she essentially makes him break up with her. Oh, Monica's. Uh, she makes him break up with her, like feeds him the lines and everything uh, so he can follow his career path in Minsk and David leaves the party um, before the new year and Phoebe is super devastated uh, because she obviously still has feelings for him so have you ever broken up with someone or had to break up with someone even though you still had romantic feelings towards them <laughs> so yeah oh, no for the dumbest reasons so back oh, in no. high school um back in high school my then love of my life had broken up with me uh because we went to different schools and my mom was not the type to let me go anywhere so like I never saw him and so he broke up with me and I started dating someone and as soon as he found out which he had like spies on me all the time like I think to this day this guy knows my business because of people that he knows and I don't know who he knows that I know that knows him but somehow this guy knows my life and it's not because my kid tells him but anyways so yeah no but um so he found out that I had a boyfriend and then was like well you know like I heard you had a boyfriend and blah 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 and I try to play it off like no I don't and he's like yeah you do and you know whatever and like how are we supposed to be together if you have a boyfriend and I was like oh my god dude so I broke up with this guy that was so sweet like he was just just a great guy and because of my ex I broke up with him thinking that like my ex wanted to get back with me and he didn't uh and then I think I ended up dating someone after that and same story like my ex found out and was like oh my god you're dating someone again and I'm like how do you know and then I would go and break up with my current boyfriend to get back together with my ex-boyfriend and then he wouldn't get back together with me or like we would meet up for like the one time that like my mom would let me go to the movies or something with him we'd meet up and then I wouldn't see him again for months and so like we would break up again luckily for me I've moved on and no longer break up with people for him (laughs) and you I'm glad you broke that cycle I know oh definitely I want to say 90% time 90% of the time that I break up with people I do still have feelings for them but whatever problem we are encountering we just can't get over and I'm over it and unfortunately, my answer to cure that is to move on really quickly. But, yeah, I mean, I've broken up with someone because, yeah, he's a guest as well, as along with Betty, Thelma, and Louise. <laughs> Present. But, um, 
Yeah, I think I've broken up with someone over, we couldn't, we just couldn't agree on things. Like it really was like, we had so many differences that we just, it was just, we couldn't get over it. Um, I had another breakup where we couldn't agree on having kids or not. So that seems like a super deal breaker to me. And then another one where no matter how much I tried, this guy would keep cheating on me and just being a general asshole. Um, and I, we got to a point where we knew that we weren't supposed to be together anymore. But all those times that I just mentioned, yeah, I still had feelings for those people. But I knew that it was time to let go because it just wasn't going to work out. So yeah, unfortunately, what I do to get over someone is I find someone else, <laughs> which is not advisable. Children, find yourself first. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, and yeah, man, those breakups are really hard. And, and I know that I've had breakups where the other person still had feelings for me. And that feels really terrible, too. Because in that instance, it's like, man, like, I feel bad. I feel bad for them. But I'm not going to stay with someone if I don't have feelings for them anymore, just to just because I feel bad for them, you know? Yeah. So yes, I have done it. It is hard. It's so hard. <sighs> okay. So as the party starts coming to an end, it is evident that none of the friends, our little gang, are still with their intended date. Uh, fun Bobby is not a fun Bobby, crying over his grandpa. Janice is upset with Chandler. <laughs> David left early and Sandy ended up making out with Max, who was David's friend, uh, in Monica's bedroom. <laughs> no one has someone to kiss for the ball drop. And they all realize that their no date pack worked out. Um, as the ball drops, Chandler asks someone to kiss him since it's midnight and Joey kisses him. And Ross captures a photo of it. Uh, in the end, Ross is talking to Rachel about his problems with Marcel. And Rachel seems distracted, then notices that her tooth is broken. And the episode ends. Have you ever planned an event that turned out opposite of what you expected? Yeah, um, I think, oh, oh man, these are so sad. <laughs> um, one was a birthday party that I planned for myself. Uh, it was when I turned 15. And I was so emo because I actually was a very emo teenager but also because it was my birthday and I had invited people over on a Sunday, but my birthday was actually Saturday. And Saturday I woke up and I was so excited because it was my birthday and neither my mom nor my sister uh, remembered my birthday. <laughs> and I was super mopey because it was like my 15th birthday and I didn't have a quinceanera because I, I wanted one, but I, ever since I was a teenager, I've kind of rebelled against religion. <laughs> Um, and so my mom said I couldn't have a quinceanera if, if I didn't want to have like the, the mass, like the misa for it. Mm -hmm. So I said, oh, well, I guess I'm not having a quinceanera. So my mom and my sister didn't remember it. And so what I did to be super dramatic was I made myself a stack of pancakes and I <laughs> covered them in frosting. <laughs> and I think I was just doing it so that I like I could wait for either my mom or my sister to be like, what's that for? Yeah. Um, but they didn't. And so the next day, I think I had invited because my mom didn't really like me inviting kids over to our house. So I think I had invited only and I was able to find the people that I wanted to invite. And then when the day came for a party, no one showed up. And Aww. it felt even sadder than the fact that my mom and my sister forgot. And then I have this picture of my sister taking 
a picture with my cake and she's wearing my 15 i got myself a tiara she's wearing my 15 tiara in front Rude. of my cake and she's like posing like all cute and i'm next to her like hugging hugging her and i yeah i think i i think you could tell that i've been crying so that was one where man it, it just sucked because i wasn't expecting everyone to be there but like no one showed up not a one person and it wasn't the time of cell phones or it was but i we didn't have cell phones like kids have them these days yeah so i mean i didn't know why they were there it had rained a little bit and um, so what i got on monday when i bet went to school was that oh it was raining and my mom didn't want to take me anymore so that sucked um then I had another one where I, it was, I planned my best friend's birthday party. I think she was turning 18 and I had already celebrated her with her family. Like her family invited me to her like celebration, mm -hmm. but I wanted her to have something with like her friends, her friends from high school, especially because she was about to move to North County, like in like North California. Yeah. Uh, so she was going to be several hours from us. And, and so I invited all of our friends from high school. It was like, I think I read like 15 to 20 people. And I told everyone to bring a something. And I, I made like, I think at that time she had told me that one of her favorite dishes was just frijoles puerco. Oh. So I had made frijoles puercos. <laughs> like I, I had like the type of cake that she wanted. Um, and I want to say my mistake there was that I didn't tell her mom why. But it had never been a problem before. Like she was over at my house all the time time but I think something came up that day I don't remember what it was but the fact is that my friend could not make it to her own party that I planned for her Oh, and everyone was expecting her and everyone had brought food and people had even traveled like from far to come see her oh. <laughs> and so I remember getting because at this time I did have a cell phone so I remember getting that text where she was like oh I'm sorry I won't be able to come over after all and me like just looking in the room <laughs> like seeing that like there were so many people there we had all started working already so I know that someone had like switched a shift like it was just an ordeal yeah um, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to make her feel bad. So I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, and so what we did is we just ate the food. Like those of us that were really close friends, like they stayed and, and we ate the food that we had for her. Yeah. Um, but everyone was like super like annoyed and like bummed um, because they were like, well, you should have at least told her parents what you're trying to do. Then maybe this wouldn't have happened because if her mom knew that you're trying to plan this and they had something else that was happening, she could have told you, hey, don't do it. And I was yeah. like, I know, I know. I'm 18. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and it was like a big deal too to all my friends because my mom was actually out of town so I'm gonna out my mom yet again on this podcast but my mom used to leave me alone for like months at a time <laughs> and like sometimes not alone alone but like so we used to rent rooms to other people in our house mm -hmm. and so sometimes she would go on like vacation to like Mexico and leave for like a month or two and just leave me there with whoever lived there um that's not dangerous and I was like most of the time yeah <laughs> I mean mm, I don't know but it, everyone was so excited because it was one of those times when my mom wasn't there and my mom is such a like mood killer you know so everyone's like oh she's not gonna be there so we're gonna be able to have fun and I mean I still had fun but I was definitely disappointed and it's not how I wanted that event to go at all yeah but yeah has that ever happened to you yes 
I did like a big party. Like I hella spent money for my stepdaughter for Abby's birthday. And like, it was her 10th birthday. So I, my mom helped me and like got her a jumpy and Victor paid for the food. And I bought the, I reserved the park and I bought drinks and I brought cake and I brought stuff for like a candy table. And I bought her the piñatas. I had a custom piñata made for her of Ariana Grande. And I had like custom um, like decorations of Ariana Grande and like went all out for this little girl's 10th birthday and I think like one of her little cheer friends showed up or her school friends and like two of my aunts and two of my cousins and my mom and my sister and that was it I invited that's it everybody like my family consists of like 60 people and that's like immediate family and literally it was like 15 people that showed up I was so disappointed like I was disappointed for my daughter because it was just like dude like I'd been telling her about it and let her know that we invited everybody and you know it was going to be this whole big thing and we had all the fucking leftovers like people literally came to my house the next day like people that were at the party came to my house the next day to pick up more food because there was just so much food because I had invited 100 people so like 50 showed up and granted her birthday is in December and it was but it was a nice day it was a sunny day it was chilly but it was a sunny day like it wasn't raining it wasn't like you know there wasn't a reason to cancel and so that one really bummed me out those of you who showed up thank you um and then most recently I planned a Dia de los Muertos event at my house uh, and I think I invited like 30 people and the morning of I just woke up with zero energy I was unenthused like I just did not want to deal with life so I at 7 a.m I think it was like seven posted a message because I had planned it like on a I did a Facebook invite and so I literally posted a message like hey I'm so sorry I'm not feeling well like party canceled and I had ordered a half tray of aguachiles that I still picked up <laughs> um the girl that makes them they're fucking delicious they're like my favorite aguachiles ever and she had texted me Friday night and she was like hey are you still having your party tomorrow and I was like yeah yeah I'm confirming like yeah like the order's still good go ahead and do it so then when I woke up Saturday and I was feeling shitty I was like oh fuck like I'm not gonna cancel on her now like I literally confirmed yesterday that we were gonna still need the food so then I felt super guilty and I went and I picked it up and we ended up it ended up working out because my cousin had a thing and so we went to his house and took like half of the awachiles but we literally like oh we indulged on those auchiles because they're so bomb. But I think that was the most recent thing that I've planned that I was like, nah, fuck that. I don't want to do it. I quit. I quit life. I quit today. <laughs> I just want to sleep. I literally slept all day till like six maybe that day. But yeah. So those are those are my moments. I have those days. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. I know. It definitely well it's never happened to, to me, but it happens. Friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean it happens to everyone. It's just yeah, you can't really help it. You can't really plan for that stuff. No. I will say it happens to me often, not necessarily with like actual like events that I'm planning or like parties or whatever, but like, I mean, again, I'm take a shot for every time I say anxiety, but because I have been diagnosed with anxiety, it is a very common thing for me to make plans when I'm in a really good mood. And then when the day comes, I'm like, oh man, I don't really want to (laughs) go or I don't really want to host or whatever. But I almost always do it unless I'm feeling really, really shitty because most of the time I end up having a good time anyway. It's just I have to push through that initial like, I don't want to stage, especially now, like especially now during this pandemic because 
there's a lot, you know, of other anxieties that I've had, like, you know, pandemic anxiety, election anxiety, like work from home anxiety, <laughs> you name it. <laughs> so uh, now it is harder for me to, to push through it, but I've been, I've been pretty good about uh, keeping my commitment. But yeah, this episode was cool. I liked it. We got to see a lot of other people that we'll never see again at the party. Uh, just like all the extras that we're never going to see ever again. <laughs> and I don't think we see Max ever again either, even though he is David's friend. No, I don't think so. Spoilers, we see David again. <laughs> yeah, we do a couple times. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting to see. Ross kind of seemed like he was a little neurotic. Like, yeah, I fight with my cat, but I it was kind of a little too dramatic with him and Marcel. <laughs> I think he literally was replacing his spouse with the monkey, uh, which is why he was kind of expressing himself in that way about Marcel. But yeah, did you like it? Did you like the episode? I do like this episode. I do think that Ross was a little extra, but I did. Li- I do like yeah. this episode. And poor Chandler. This is like <clears throat> the second time he breaks up with her. <laughs> no. And spoilers about that. There's more. more. <laughs> There's yeah. more breakups. Yeah. <laughs> more to come with Miss Janice. But honestly, like, so this show, I didn't watch it live. Like, I wasn't watching season one in 1994 because I was four years old. But if I had been watching this live, I would have never thought that Janice was going to be a recurring character. <laughs> like, no. she's there forever. <laughs> she's, I want to say she's in every single season at least once yeah but yeah she's definitely in the last season when they're buying the house yeah and then she's there when rachel and ross are having Emma. <laughs> yeah and that was a shocker there. for me yeah me too man i remember when that happened i was yeah. like what the fuck she's there when she wants to invite herself to monica and chandler's wedding she's there <laughs> when monica and chandler are trying to have a baby and they can't she's there when she dates ross <laughs> So many spoilers, <laughs> but yeah, I she know. seems to always be there. Like they have like uh, a connection with Janice. <laughs> they do. Chandler has a connection with Janice. He just doesn't know it yet. Like she says. Oh yeah. You just don't know that you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, this one was yes, fun. This was, yeah, it was really fun. Um, It was kind of, I was going to say lighthearted, but Phoebe's situation was kind of heavy. Yeah, it was. Well, and we hope you guys but like yeah, the new was, format. <laughs> yeah. We're still playing around with things. We don't have to. We don't have to stick to this one for. It's forever. only season one, guys. <laughs> it's only season one. I'm sure by the time you're listening to this, we've become excellent editors. Mm-hmm. So it just all seems super seamless to you now. Eventually. Okay. Well, you guys have a good day. As I yawn and say goodbye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stay hydrated. Get busy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.